What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome back to a new episode of Her with Amina Brown. And my husband, Matt, is here. Uh, DJ Obdiggy is here in the building, in the living room with us. Mm -hmm. Welcome to another episode of Her with Amina Brown. Mm -hmm. I'm Matt, and I'm here with Amina Brown. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been here a few times. It's her with him. So Mm -hmm. I am happy to be with her. Mm -hmm. Love to see it in so many ways. (laughs) Okay, so today... um, I want y'all to really, really try to channel Charles Barkley saying the word terrible. That's terrible. For the road stories we're going to tell you right now. So these are some of the, probably what would be on our list of like the yikes. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the yikes of the road story. Shout out to your sister. Yikes on bikes. Yeah, yikes on bikes for this one, guys. Okay, so one thing, I think we had talked earlier about how most artists and and a lot of speakers too but in particularly artists whether it's indie artists or your mainstream artists whether it's artists who are in christian space like we used to be in or whether it's artists who are just you know traveling in various sundry places most artists have what's called a rider like mm. an r-i-d-e-r mm-hmm. rider okay and if you don't do events world you might be like what's that where well, there's a such thing as a technical rider where in a case like 
with Matt as a DJ, Mm -hmm. the technical writer will have his sound needs, his, you know, if he has like visuals, if he's got particular audio specifications of what he needs, the technical writer tells whoever is running sound and AV at the Mm -hmm. venue Mm -hmm. that this is what he needs as an artist. I need a table to set up on. Right. I need XLR. I need DI cables Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's all these things. Wow. Look at you. Did y'all see me naming stuff like I know what I'm talking about? I mean, I don't really need a DI box. It's a DI box, but I mean, I'm on her. So DI cables. Nah, I just, I I really, I knew it was DI y'all. I really didn't know if it was cable on the end. I just like threw it out there to see if it was going to work out. So it is DI box, which, which we did have to use in your setup we at, at one time. At one time. All right. So now there is a regular writer that's not the tech writer. And the regular writer can have all manner of things in it according to the artist specifications. Mm-hmm. I know I have a food writer because I have certain dietary restrictions that I have to keep to when I'm on the road. Um, we had our travel um, specifications were in there as far as the airline that we traveled, mm-hmm. the types of hotels that we, you know, like to stay in, all these things. Even down to, now, now what I'm trying to get to and telling y'all about the writer is the reason why artists and speakers have writers is because nine times out of 10, if you see something on the writer that's kind of wild sound, and especially for independent artists, I know we know plenty of like rock stars who have like, I want white doves in my <laughs> green room. and A baby grand piano. <laughs> I want all of the green M&Ms put out. Like, I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about when you see some things that you're like, why does it say, you know, proper heating and air? <laughs> why does it say a hotel room where the doors are not on the outside? You know, why does it say those things? Mm-hmm. And when it says those things, it's because something got messed up at a gig in the past. And that's how those things end up on the rider. It's always so, something that you're like, nah, we wouldn't have to like spell this out there. They would. And then you get there and be like, oh, oh, okay. okay. We need to just spell that out. I need out. to specifically okay. say this. Mm. That wasn't a common sense thing, right? Huh. Um, so one thing that my writer says is it says that I need an area prior to performing that has proper heating and proper air conditioning. Mm. And the reason why it says that is because I used to do a gig that was in the mountains in undisclosed location. And it was for students. And so when you went to the gig, it was like in a big convention center, pretty much. And the year that I went to it, the green room was like, was basically like behind the convention area. So if y'all have ever been behind like an arena or a convention center, pretty much the back of it is like all the other like different used chairs and different things that they have had to section off different um, cases for sound and Mm -hmm. video equipment is back there. Right. But you know, what's not normally back there is a green room. Why? Because it doesn't have heating and air Mm -hmm. in the same way that the indoors portion, like it's all Mm -hmm. indoors, Mm -hmm. but the part where the actual people is sitting Mm -hmm. in people supposed to be at these indoors. Mm -hmm. People ain't supposed to be in. Yeah. And so it was 19 degrees. Mm. And we're in like a warehouse looking kind of area Mm -hmm. for the green room. So the ceilings are very, very tall. And there is no heating back there. I just know that the organization had plugged in some space heaters. And I'm going to tell y'all, when you're in something that could be the size of a cathedral, Mm -hmm. a space heater, it turns out, is not going to heat properly. 
It's heating a space, mm. but not mm-hmm. this whole Mm-mm. space. Mm-mm. And I'm there as a poet. There are also singers there. And the way the area, like, it was so cold. It was like prime time for us to be getting pneumonia. Mm. Like the singers are nervous as hell because they are in the back like, am I here trying to get paid? But I'm also <laughs> going to get sick because it's kind of somehow like mo- it's moist air. Like it would be like, outside it's it's cold enough that it could be snowing outside mm-hmm. and i'm in here i'm inside but it's still just as cold as it is outside they gave us little hand warmers to warm our hands and pretty much our choices were either we'll be in the green room and have a little bit of space to ourselves and be cold or be out there where the students were and have the students like just talking to you you know students and other mm-hmm. adult leaders that were there chatting you up until your performance. That was your choice. Mm. And for introverted artists, yikes. That's no good. Yikes. So that that event is why my writer now that's, says... That's snuggle, snuggle weather right there. Proper heating and air. Mm-hmm. Proper heating and air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I would like to speak about um, gigs and traveling to racism. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yelp, Yelp could use it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, like, whenever you're looking up something on Yelp, nearest to me, uh, four stars and above. Uh, if you're looking up, oh yeah, op- like the filters. open now mm-hmm. a filter, mm-hmm. that would be kind of yeah. interesting to have a mm-hmm. racist area. If I if I go to this restaurant, am I traveling to racism? Like, I would like someone. You know to how just on like that? Apple Maps, you'll be driving along, <laughs> and it'll slow down, and the thing will pop up saying uh, that there was like something some hazard was in the road and they'll ask is it still there mm-hmm. or has it been cleared mm-hmm. um i i never know what to say because i'm always scared that i i want to hit clear as x out of it but right, right. it would be interesting if it was like ra- racism spotted mm-hmm. here is it still is here it still racist? and we'd be like yes, yes that way indeed. you know you kind of pass <laughs> indeed if you're traveling through that area you will indeed travel to racism mm. yes yes so matt and i as we've discussed in previous episodes tra- have traveled all over the country Mm-hmm. Like all over the country, y'all, there are very few states that we did not travel to. That's true. At least once. Either together or or, or separate. separately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we traveled all over the country, various regions, various yep. times of the year, <laughs> like all sorts of things. Okay. And there was one time that we got booked for a youth event. And I want to say it was in kentucky tennessee area this is you know gets blurry now but it was Mm -hmm. somewhere it was somewhere that would still be considered the south right Mm -hmm. but maybe bordering what could become like the midwest in a little bit Mm -hmm. and i remember matt and i you know we were talking to y'all about the southeast portions of the road Mm -hmm. and we live in atlanta in the southeast but atlanta is a major metropolitan city it is Mm -hmm. a sprawling place it's like you're in atlanta you can almost eat any kind of food you want to eat. You have all sorts of choices. Being in Atlanta and being in a small town in the Southeast are two different things. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is like a, a island. Mm-hmm. There's Atlanta and then there's Georgia. Yeah. 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 There's like, there's Atlanta and Charlotte and some of these other cities that you'd get there and be like, ooh, like I'm in a city when I'm here. And then you could be like two hours from that in a very, very small town and be like, yikes, I'm concerned for my life right here. You okay? could be 30 minutes outside of Atlanta <laughs> and people like, oh, you mean go into town? I'm like, okay, yikes. I All right. So when we were at this gig, 
Now, sometimes when we would do these Southeast runs, it would basically be like we were only in the small town for a night, mm-hmm. right? So we'd like be at this small college and whatever this little town was, do our gig there, drive two hours to the next gig. Sometimes that was the run. But every now and then we got booked for a camp. Mm-hmm. And this is a good time for us to talk about camp life. Oh, man. It, it has a time because when you get booked for a camp, the camp has a limited budget. Yeah. The camp ain't paying for people to come in for one day. They're going to pay. They're going to try to pay you as well as they can. Or I won't. I, I, that's, that's too much of a statement. They, you're going to get a number. They're going to pay you what they're going to pay you. They're going to pay you what they're going to pay you. They're maybe not going to pay you as high as they can. But the number is going to feel high to you at first yeah. when you see it. Until you really think to yourself that they are asking you to come to that place for five days. Yeah. Because the camp going to run Monday to Friday. Mm. Sometimes into Saturday. Depends on how the setup is. Mm-hmm. And if these are church kids, then they got to end in time to get back to their churches yep. on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. So they typically paying you for five days because they're going to have like a little send-off service on Friday mm-hmm. where they got to get the kids amped up mm-hmm. to like go back. Throw a dance party. Totally. But don't, but don't play those But songs. don't play the air quote secular. <laughs> Do not play the secular music for those children is what they're going to tell mm-hmm. you. So when you're in this situation... You are not in Atlanta where you can be like, hmm, where are some vegan eats? Where is some organic right. food? Yeah. Where's some dairy free food? Mm. Like, no, those <laughs> aren't your choices. You're in small town, wherever, for five days. They got a Hardee's. They got some place that's kind of like cafeteria style. Mm-hmm. That's probably got Always. like some Southern food, something. Mm-hmm. Some green they beans got- are sitting in. Some liquid. Mm-hmm. It's you, you can't mm, discern. Swimming. They got Green some beans. restaurant that got some some either fried kind of food, mm-hmm. some fried fish, fried, some okra. fried chicken, mm-hmm. some, something. All of it. Or they got one that's got some barbecue, something. Mm-hmm. But do not ask those people for vegetables. Mm-hmm. It's coleslaw and starch. You have a Whole Foods anywhere nearby. No. Mm-hmm. Good night. You might sometimes Sprouts? in the little bitty towns. No. Trader Joe's. You might find a mom and pop health food store. Maybe. That's like that's the size of a convenience store. But it's never open the day you're trying to go. No, it's not. <laughs> the hours are very short and you have like three hours that you could eat in that place. Whatever day you're trying to go, they're not They're not going to be open that day. Nah. No, thank you. So this particular camp that we were at, we were already having a time. And I remember we were trying to just, you know, we're trying to figure out like, okay, what's in the area that's close enough? Because here's the other thing. When these type of camps book you, they are trying to get everything out of you they can in five days. So Mm -hmm. you typically don't have a day off. And sometimes during the day, you might only have like a two hour break to go get some food before you got to be back for a sound check or be back for a session, be back for a Q&A or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when you're going to eat, you really got to be focused on your focus. You can like eat and get back. So we find a restaurant to go to, walk up in there. And people asked us a lot when we were dating and got engaged. I had quite a few people at our church at that time asking us, had we thought about what it was going to be like to travel together as an interracial couple? And I didn't want to like dismiss what they were asking, but I just didn't expect that it was going to be that I didn't, as much of a problem, I guess, as they were asking us. Right. But this particular place was the one moment I can remember being like, 
oh shit, I'm wondering if we need to be like concerned for our safety. Yeah, it, it was definitely the most concerning place that we've been. We had some some uh, Midwest towns where I could tell people were uncomfortable. And I was like, all right, I got to stay close. But that one was like, I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm not, I'm sitting right here by you. There will not be a time that I'm not sitting beside of you. On this like trip. we walked up in there and we could hear the people's forks hit their plates that we walked in there together. And I'm pretty sure this was in, this is not me saying that me and Matt don't walk around holding hands today, but I'm just telling y'all, I'm pretty sure we had only been married a couple of years at this point. So mm-hmm. we were, we were two people who walk right in a place holding hands with the fingers in the twine. Boomed like up. it is very clear that we is not friends, mm-hmm. that we is not coworkers. Not work associates, none of that. So I think they saw our little lovey dovey selves walking up in there. Mm. Them forks clink clink on mm. the plate. It got quiet as hell. I was like, I literally was like, I don't, I don't know. Cause like we've had some other times where we were traveling and like pulled up to a place mm-hmm. and saw like Confederate flags outside mm-hmm. of it or saw like references to Dixie and like skr skr. You know like what? not for us. Ride back, like we're gonna out. get gas somewhere else. Yep. Good night. Got enough but in the tank. That was one of the first times of being in a place and seeing people like freaked out. Like reacting the way they were. Yeah. It was like she's we're not making extra of it. It was really that wild of a reaction. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. 
T-I-K-A.com. The only thing that really helped us was the fact that we were at that camp and one of the youth groups Mm -hmm. was in the restaurant. Yeah. And they saw us and they were like, did you help to get a meter? Wow. Like, and they made whatever noise they made. And that really saved us that day. It did. It made the rest of the people have to back up in the restaurant kind of chill. It also made us have to eat fast as hell so that we could be done with our meal close to the time. Before they got back with their tiki torches. <laughs> close to the time the youth group was leaving too. So we would be stuck in there mm-hmm. by ourselves. But that meant in a small town that had four places to eat. Now there's only three mm-hmm. that we can eat at. It was almost like, remember in the last episode mm-hmm. when I mentioned that Portland mm-hmm. was like a place where there was whimsical with the furrow brow. Mm-hmm. It was Portland minus the whimsical. <laughs> It was just dudes in over overalls, not not afraid Yikes. to stare at you with a very furrowed mm-mm, mm-mm. Nah, we had to we had to be like, all right, here's what we gonna get our food and take it back to the hotel. Like big yikes. Okay, other things that I want to talk about is one of the things that makes a gig the worst is when you were asked to do something that you thought was going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. And then the plan gets changed oh, at the last switcheroo. Mm. Ah, that's a good... Thank you for using that the phrase. Old the old switcheroo. That's that... As an artist, that's a rough one. Some, some of this mm-hmm. now, like looking back on it, is like business lessons of like... Like I had to... These gigs we about to tell y'all about are reasons I had to learn. Like don't just say you're going to do a particular gig like blanketly in the contract, Mm -hmm. like have some things in the contract to protect you that Mm -hmm. says you have to approve all creative changes before Mm -hmm. they're made or make the contract say what you're going to do when you get there. Mm -hmm. So that way they can't change it. But say at that time, our contracts would say things like Amina and Matt, when we were performing together, it might say Amina and Matt Owen are going to perform for 90 minutes over the duration of the event. Mm -hmm. Well, that gave them whatever they wanted to do with that mm-hmm. 90 minutes, which means they could ask us to do the wackest things in the world. Indeed. And we didn't have any way, we didn't have any way outside of deciding we weren't going to do the gig at all mm-hmm. as any like thing that we could do to speak up for ourselves pretty right. much. So two of our worst mm-hmm. at undisclosed locations. <laughs> uh, one of them was... Ag- you know what? The funny thing is, again, with the camps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gosh. See, here's here's the thing with camps that you kind of brought up earlier is that, like, you get to a camp and over the period of these days, these people become very enamored with you. And so it feels awesome. Everywhere you walk around, they're like, yeah, you, you, it's like it's like you have people cheering people. Can I take a picture with you? Will you sign my piece of pizza? Will you sign my <laughs> elbow? We, you know, it's, it. You just feel like, whoa, man! I have a. That, that's right. I am good at what I do. Thank you. So those parts feel like for that period of time, you're like the you are it, and then you go back home and go to Target, and nobody's, you know, but. Then there's also the other side of it, mm-hmm. which is what you're talking about. There's also two different types. Of, this is overgeneralizing, of course, y'all. 
But there really is almost like feels like there's two different types of of church camp for kids, mm. for high schoolers in particular. Mm-hmm. There's sort of your your mid budget camp, mm-hmm. which the one we were telling y'all about that was like somewhere in the southeast, Kentucky, Tennessee, something. This is where a very small nonprofit in that area that is probably being run by a coalition of youth pastors who are in that area. Mm-hmm. They pool their resources together because they can't afford to organize their own camps individually. Mm-hmm. So they pool their money together so that they could put on the best camp they can for those kids. Yep. But they really got to budget very well to uh-huh. pull the camp off. Okay. Yeah. Which means the churches that are coming there are not these churches with like huge budgets, huge resources. Mm -hmm. Then there's rich Christian kids camp. And this (laughs) is what we're talking about right now. Rich Christian kids camp be on a nice beach. Yeah. Be in some place where the kid, first of all, the kids can actually wear swimwear. I couldn't even wear swimwear when I was going to youth group events. You better put that t-shirt on. You had to put a t-shirt on. I don't care. If they see nipples out, Uh it's a problem for anybody that got nips. (laughs) All nips need to be covered up, all kneecaps, whatever. Mm, Everybody got nipples. Rich kid camp means they can afford to pay you for you to maybe come in one time. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of mid mid to low budget camp mm-hmm. has to pay has to pay you to try to convince you to be there for five days. Mm-hmm. Rich kid camp got enough money for those kids to be staying not in cabins but in a hotel, mm-hmm. very nice hotels mm-hmm. where they have access to very nice beach. Mm-hmm. They have money to pay a certain amount of artists that will stay there for the week, mm-hmm. and then they have money to pay certain like kind of spotlight artists that would come you know and do their thing for the night. Mm-hmm. Matt and I in these situations really could do both but in rich kid camp they already had their people that was going to be there all week mm-hmm. so we had actually gotten booked to do our show that we had built together at the time we were really excited about it because the show was going really well in front of students yeah. you know and so we were so excited about it we were getting and the way the camp was we pretty much had like a certain amount of weeks in the summer that we were going to have to travel back to that same place once a week for like several weeks in the summer. But that meant we pretty much let that be our summer. You know, like we couldn't hold or take on certain other gigs during the summer because we had that. Okay, so we find out maybe two weeks before we were supposed to go to the gig that they had decided they didn't want our show anymore. They had decided they didn't want Matt to DJ at all. They had decided they had some readings that they wanted me to read as a narrator for the way that they had changed it. And we had to go to lunch with them. I remember this very clearly. Mm -hmm. We had to go to lunch with them. And it was kind of a weird lunch because we had the option to walk away. Mm -hmm. But for us at the time, it was a lot of money to walk away from. It was. Mm -hmm. And by then we're two weeks ahead of the summer. So all of the other camps that we could have booked, maybe mm-hmm. the mid-budget camps that we could have booked or other rich Christian kids camps we could have booked, they're already booked at yep. two weeks before the summer is about to start. What's you going to do? So they, I think in, to me, it sort of felt like they knew we had the option to say no, but they also knew they were putting us in a pickle. Yeah. They were putting us in a place where like, what could we say? So it was sort of like a sorry, not sorry lunch. Yeah. Like, sorry, you might feel a way about this, but if you want to get paid, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And we had to stick with it. And that was miserable. 
It was miserable. It was miserable. I have never been that miserable near a beach several times a summer Mm -hmm. than I was that summer. That was a long drive every single time. Y'all. And it's not like what they got out of you was like, oh, yeah. You know, that that worked. Because, you know, sometimes you can have creative differences with someone. Sure. Sometimes you can have like an idea of, you know, what's going on. And with both of us, even even now, whenever someone brings one or the other or both of us into a situation, we realize we're working inside of a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of people. And so there are a lot of conversations that we're not a part of. So there may be something that has been, th- this has kind of been whittled down and whittled down and whittled down. And you may not see the full picture, but if you trust us and go with it and, you know, so you know, we really try to get sure. in and go with the flow That's true. because we're working with larger structures that have a lot of moving parts. So I get it. But in a lot of these instances where they start toying with what you do or what, what I do, it's not like they ever get the best version of it. Right. Right. In this case, it turned out to be like, really, they could have got anybody. Right. That thing. And for us, it wasn't fulfilling we didn't enjoy it and and for us also a a thing that i've learned about like uh being a performance artist Mm -hmm. is that you when you say yes to something you are saying yes to somebody else seeing you do that something Mm -hmm. and have to do it again Mm -hmm. well if you're that miserable doing the thing probably shouldn't do it that one time because if so, somebody's going to be like, ooh, will you come do this? And now you've built a career of doing something that you hate doing or you didn't spend the time doing that I'm kind of preaching to myself right now, honestly. Right. Oh, right. Man. right. Yo, like I think I, this, it's interesting us talking through this now because it's like when you look back on it, Matt and I have been having a lot of conversations around uh, the term artist versus the term content creator. Yeah. And I think what, what that miserable summer really showed me is how, you know, when we were in church space, and this is very true um, of church space as an industry, it can also be true of corporate space too, what I'm about to say, but we experienced it very particularly in church space. Yeah. There was sort of this idea that the that art couldn't be important for art's sake, mm-hmm. that it had to be carrying, it had to be a vehicle to carry something else. So it couldn't be that the art could be there because it's fun or because it would bring people enjoyment or bring them joy or put a smile on it. Like that couldn't be the point. The point, you know, especially you're in a religious setting. So the point is we have a big message we're trying to get across. So it doesn't matter if your vehicle is a go-kart, a tow truck, we have a big old message that we want to put on that. And that always has to be the point. And, you know, for those who are religious, that point is important. But I think here's the part where it got tricky for a lot of artists in that space is you were really venturing more into becoming a content creator than being able to be an artist. Yeah. Because you couldn't then just make stuff because you had a question you wanted to explore or because that felt interesting to you or because that made you laugh. Mm -hmm. You always had to be a bit furrow browed mm-hmm. in order to make art over there. And mm-hmm. so that was one instance where we had created something that we thought was really artful mm-hmm. and beautiful, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, 
it told the message they wanted to tell mm-hmm. in an amazing way. Yeah. But they went back to what was the safe zone and they didn't give us any leeway to work with them as artists. They mm-hmm. put us in the place of sort of feeling like, you know, we were just, we were just works for hire. Yeah. We couldn't be collaborators. We couldn't be people that they could trust as professionals. Mm-hmm. We just had to be people that want to do whatever they said we should do. Mm-hmm. And so that was a long summer it was. of both of us having to realize like, first of all, we want to be artists. Yeah. You know, we want to be artists who who have the opportunity to explore ideas because they deserve to be explored. Tell stories. Yeah. yeah. And if there ends up being, I think I think the thing probably where we both are now in our art is like if there ends up being air quotes a message mm-hmm. there, it's for the reader or the listener or the watcher to discern that. It's not for me as the creator to say, and the whole message of why I tap dance wow. <laughs> is because... People need to know feet are important, you know? You flip the picture over and it was Jesus' face the whole time. It's like, just dance. Yeah. Let the let the person who's there as the audience take from it. Trust yeah. the audience to take from it what they should. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's inter- that is an interesting, like, dance in humanity. Mm-hmm. Because how many times was someone, like, unsure about it? but they went ahead and booked us, let us do our thing. Or even for you, I've seen it with you as a poet where they're like, I'm not sure. And they bring you in to their corporate setting sure. to do your do a presentation, do tell your to tell your stories. Cause they're they're looking, is it a motivational talk or mm-hmm. want to kind of get you into this idea? But when they really allow you to get up there and do your thing. Every single time I've watched it time and time again, whether it's the two of us, whether it's just you, whether it's me by myself, they come back and they go, wow, I get it now. Mm -hmm. I see it now. Oh, wow. You know, and the crowd loves it. It, it, It's a win for everybody because something authentic happened in that room. Something, uh, stories were told, people got what they got from it because they showed up carrying what they showed up carrying. Mm-hmm. We didn't make sure and all the pieces of the puzzle. And, and and I I get it. When you're working on a team and you're putting an event together and you have now gotten all the way down to your hashtag and the color and the of your logo and you've gotten down to everything the 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 theme of this thing is water. And then so as a DJ, how many songs about water do you have? Well, people probably aren't going to walk away being like, man, that guy sure played a lot of water songs. That was awesome. It's people walk away, man, I felt good. Oh, yeah. that was great. So it, it is almost like when um, people don't put their hands in it too much, they actually get the better right end of the deal. They actually get a better artist a better you a better me mm-hmm. um and, and and that's one less thing for them to have to really think about like because if they bring you in if they bring me in somebody brings me in my job is that you you don't have to uh stand there and watch me and make sure that right he, I, i'm gonna show up i'm gonna be set up right and be I'm professional be, yeah i'm yeah. gonna do all these things and i'm one less thing that you have to work mm-hmm. you can sit back and know that thing you brought me in mm-hmm. to do that's covered mm-hmm I think Matt and I are both like people who work with us would say 
we're both great collaborators. Yeah. And I think that's a strength of yeah. ours in the sense that we can go into a lot of situations, which is a lot of what happened in church world in particular. You're going into these situations. The event has a theme, like you were saying, like they want you to fit into that. They've got a particular moment they're trying uh-huh. to create. And like we can be good collaborators with people. But sometimes that doesn't work to your benefit as an artist in a certain way, because we also both know artists who would walk in and be like, this is my shit that I do. Mm -hmm. And this is all I'm doing. So if you wanted that or this or some other idea, then book somebody else. Mm -hmm. But this is me. This is what I do. And let me do my shit kind of thing. Yeah. And I would look at artists and be like, damn, I wonder if like that makes you not so easy to work with. But sometimes it was like we made ourselves so easy to work with. But then on the other other hand, we didn't get the respect of the fact that we are very much professionals at what we're doing and that you should trust us to come in and do what we do. And if you wanted something else, book someone else. So I think, you know, for each artist, the answer is somewhere there in the middle. But I feel like both Matt and I had to learn after these experiences. Like, I feel like we both had to learn how to how to collaborate with the people who want to be good collaborators and how, on the other hand, to say, this is what I do. So Mm -hmm. if that's, if that's what you want, then book me. But if you want somebody that you can control or that you can wield in whatever way, I'm just not your person Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's somebody else, you know, that does that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So lots of lessons to learn from terrible gigs y'all and i'll say also that if you are an artist listening or a maker like you make something like you there is a good that you provide that you sell that is you whether it's you doing something you making something you performing something right get somebody in your life that is a good friend that will help you build some better practices right because i'm talking about this morning amina was like do not send that text Talk, talk it out with me. Do not reply to that email. Talk it out with me. Do not, like, why? tell me this. Why were you about to say that? Because when you're an artist or right. you're a make, you make something, you're an entrepreneur, you live and eat from what you do, mm-hmm. and someone comes to you, you go, oh, you'll pay me money to do this? Right. I would be happy to do this. And then also, if you came up broke, right. there's right. something inside of you. There's something inside of me. That's like, if I don't say yes to you and I don't make it as easy as possible Mm -hmm. for you to bring me in and do it for as cheap as possible, you might move on and find somebody cheaper, find somebody easier to work with, somebody that will say yes to whatever you're offering. And then I may go without. Mm -hmm. And I know that's not true. In the end, I've lived long enough to be like, that's not true. But you had to you had to find somebody in your life that will be there with you. Yeah. I got lucky. I'm married in. Cuz Mina <laughs> Me <too. laughs> Mina been making sure I had some business practices. When she first met me, I was doing everything for free. That's true. That's true. And I was like, mm, we got to put a stop to that. But then the other thing is you as an artist, you you will jump into what you do because it's fun to you. Love it. Like some of you, some of what you do with like when you're making music, sometimes you make music just because like you want to play in it. You want to experiment with it. You want to yep. see what it is. And so I think we we give back and forth to each other that way because I've had to learn 
in a lot of these hard situations, how to think like a businesswoman. But sometimes I have to remind myself, you know, when we're creating to be like, hey, it's okay to also play and experiment with your art and make stuff just because, right? Yeah. So that's us being in a partnership that way works so great. And that's why artists should be in community with other people. So you can have Mm -hmm. other people to say to you, you're worth more than that. So you can have people to say to you, how they treated you at that event is trash. Do not go to another event. Update your contract so your contract don't put you in situations like that. Don't work with those people on your team Mm -hmm. if they're going to book you for things like that. You know, Mm -hmm. so artists be in community and do not accept trash treatment. And if you book (laughs) artists, try. I know it's scary to you if you used to doing the same thing at your event, but try to let the artists do what they do. You would not go in an OR and stand mm. there behind the surgeon and be like, uh-uh, now, I've now, now, this is just me thinking about it. I'm not a surgeon, but this is me thinking about it. I wouldn't <laughs> cut it right there. I wouldn't cut it right there. Just me thinking about it. But you do it to poets yeah. and musicians yeah. and visual artists. You do it to us all the time. Yeah. Stop it. Let us do what we do. We're great at it. Where? See y'all next time. Her with Amina Brown is produced by Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions as a part of the Seneca Women Podcast Network in partnership with iHeartRadio. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.